What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So Michael Walker has agreed to a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Rays. It's a one-year deal with $3 million guaranteed. And this is coming off a very rough 2020 season with the Mets. He struggled through eight games with the Mets in what was obviously a shortened season. But he pitched to a 6.62 ERA with a whopping nine home runs allowed in just 34 innings. And then... I mean, his 2019 season was also rather lackluster, but that was also partly due to the fact that he had knee and shoulder injuries. And the shoulder injury has been a recurring issue throughout his career. But despite that down showing, Michael Walker was actually a fairly popular target among free agent starters due to the fact that, you know, he's he's cheap and his age, you know, like teams still feel like they can get a lot out of a guy who's 29 years old. That's what he is, and he has. they feel like he has a lot of mileage left, at least. But what I will say is that the fact that he's going to the Tampa Bay Rays, I guess we can kind of write down that he's going to be the early favorite for 2021 Comeback Player of the Year. Because for some reason, the Rays have that magical ability. It seems like no matter who they sign, they're able to turn their career around and just get them going in the right direction. And that's happened, you know, multiple times, so... I mean, we saw, I mean, Charlie Morton was good with Astros. He was good before he went to Tampa Bay. But when he got to Tampa Bay, he became a Cy Young candidate. It's weird. But, I mean, I, if I if I were a betting man, I would say that Michael Waka is definitely going to pitch a lot better than a 6.62 ERA. I mean, his career ERA is a 4.01. So I think he's going to be at least around there. It's not even better. It's not even better. That's what we can expect from Michael Waka. But this is a guy who spent most of his career in St. Louis Seven years in St. Louis, one year in New York. Now he's going to be heading to Tampa Bay for $3 million over one year. That's actually the same salary um, before the pro rate rating. The same salary he was getting last year with the Mets. But he didn't really have to take a pay cut, which is interesting because, like I said, with his age, uh, teams teams feel like you know he's younger than several other free agent options on the market. And, um, yeah, he won't turn 30 until July. But, you know, his fastball velocity actually bottomed out with the Cardinals in 2019. He was sitting at a career-low 93 miles an hour. He made some positive gains last year, sitting at 93.6 with his fastball, but he's still a ways removed from his peak in 2017 when it was 95.1 miles an hour. And he also changed his pitch selection quite a bit in 2020. He got rid of what used to be a highly effective curveball, and now he's throwing more of a three-pitch mix with his four-seamer cutter and changeup. And... The results definitely were not great from a run prevention standpoint. So, I mean, maybe he's going to have to revert to throwing that curveball a lot more since he was having success with it earlier in his career. But, I mean, the Rays are going to know what to look for. They're, they're going to know what to look for. I mean, basically, you have a guy who was an all-star before and some of the ingredients are there. I mean, he threw 34 innings last year, but he had a very strong 37-7 to strikeout to walk ratio. And his swinging strike rate was was up, uh, you know, 11.3%. For him, that's only the second, that's the second highest of his career since his rookie year. That, that His rookie year had the highest, which was 11.4. Last year, he was at 11.3. And he also had a chase rate on pitches outside the strike zone, 34.3%. That's by far and away a career high for him. So the Rays saw those ingredients there. They're seeing that he can get swings and misses, and he's commanding the strike zone because that strikeout-to-walk ratio is very stellar. So I feel like he has the ingredients, and they can work with that. And it's only going to cost him $3 million. So, like, he's 29 years old. They're like, why the heck not? This is 
This is exactly what the Rays always do. We, we know that. But with Waka now on board, they presumably have a starting mix of Snell, Glass now, Waka, and Ryan Yarbrough. And then, you know, you, you also have some other guys who are candidates to claim spots in rotation. You have you know, Shane McClanahan, the, the guy who made the rookie, made his debut in the playoffs. Josh Fleming, Trevor Richards. But also the Rays have been known to popularize the usage of openers. So it's very possible they'll just not have a fifth starter and just use openers. I mean, this is what the Rays have had so much success doing for a few years now. Their strategy is just to not have a pitching rotation and they just match up all year long. I mean, with, with the exception of like two pitchers, Snell and Glass now, really. That's really what they would do. But then there was a couple years there where they really didn't have any, many. Most of their pitchers were not traditional starters or they were not used as traditional stars, I should say. So, yeah. I mean, and also the possibility of trading a more experienced starter can't be written off because they've been talking about Blake Snell. His, his name has popped up on the rumor circuit multiple times this winter. So we don't really know what the Rays are going to do, but we do know that they got Michael Waka. They believe in him. They like his ingredients, and they think his stuff will play. And his numbers were not good last year, but I expect them to be a lot better next year because that's what Tampa Bay does. But that is going to do it for today. Short one, just all about Michael Waka. That's the update we have. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.